0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay, I'm Tiffany, and today is a trekking. Yup, that's it,
1: <laughs> and that's it. All done, episode. have a great day! Thank you so much for listening, and we appreciate everything <laughs> y'all do. Um, we'll see you next week.
0: <laughs> <Thank> you, bye,
1: <laughs> bye, guys. No, um, and we just decided before we started recording that the discussion for the henna artist is going to be on march 7th so in two weeks from this episode yes so we'll have one more check-in after this
0: i think two weeks is ample time
1: yeah it's a pretty short book yeah yeah i think like my chapter one starts on like page 27
0: i think i want to say mine does too because i was like really
1: confused like i saw like chapter two was like on 50 something and i was like that's a long Chapter, and then I was like going back, and I was like, Oh, you don't even start on page
0: one. Wait a tick. Yeah, I can't tell you. I'm trying to think. My copy of Frankenstein, like, it does not start until like page 30, but then it tricks you because everything before that is like a forward, a timeline, a quickly, like, you know? Yeah, um, and then it, it kind of tricks you because there's like an opening little bit that's a letter that people are pretty certain was written by her husband and not her, but it goes along with the story. Oh. but it's not marked as page one, it's marked as page like Roman numeral. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I skipped that. I was like, Oh what the hell is it? <laughs> and then I get back to it. I'm like, Oh, this actually explains things.
1: Oh, I was supposed to read that. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Okay.
1: That's funny. Well, I don't remember what our last, our last episode was recommendations Black yeah, for yeah, Black, Black History. History Month. Okay, so since that time, I have finished two books and then also an audio book.
0: You've been busy. I've
1: been real busy, okay? Real busy. Have you been
0: traveling or oh, no. just not a lot going on?
1: Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> i mean i think like before that episode those books i had already started so it wasn't like i had just started them um, okay. but i kind of i needed to wrap them up so like the first one was the girl in cabin the woman in cabin 10 by ruth ware
0: that's someone set on a cruise right
1: yeah yes and so this was my okay. january like jar tbr pick um finished it in february So, this one is about a woman named Lo that she works for a magazine called Velocity. And her boss is, like, on maternity leave. So, she gets the opportunity to join this cruise. And it's, like, besides, like, the, like, crew and, like, the chefs and stuff, there's, like, 10 guests that are coming on this cruise. And it's, like, photographers, journalists, reporters before this, like, cruise line launches kind of thing. And before she goes on this cruise, her apartment is actually broken into while she's there. And, like, the guy doesn't harm her, but it, like, just really freaks her out and stuff. And so she already has, like, and this is just, like, a few days before she's supposed to go on this cruise. So she's already, like, I don't know what the word, like, real intense and stuff. Like, anything scares her kind of thing. And she's real jumpy or whatever. Jumpy. Um, yeah, so she finally, she gets on the cruise, and the first, like, she goes to her room, and she's next to Cabin 10, and, like, they're supposed to be getting ready for dinner that night, like, um, and this is where you get to meet, like, the owner of the cruise, his wife, like, all of these things, and she, like, realizes she needs to, um, borrow, like, some mascara. And so she goes next door to cabin 10, knocks on the door. A woman answers. She's like, hey, can I borrow some mascara? I find that kind of gross, but you do it's you. It's so unhygienic. It's really, it's really disturbing, but it's all right. Um,
0: She's Vaseline and, like, black okay. eyes.
1: <laughs> so she takes the woman's mascara, gets ready for dinner. Um, they all go down, and she realizes that woman's not at dinner. She meets everybody. Um, it's because
0: she's got an eye infection from sharing yeah. mascara.
1: <laughs> well, she never gave the mascara back, so. Um, so then she's drinking. She has, like, a lot of champagne and stuff at this dinner, which this is, like, that, that trope that I really can't stand of, like, a woman that drinks a lot, sees something, but can't really quite remember what she sees, tells people people don't believe her, you know, that kind of thing. It's... We see this trope in every single it's, thing. It's, like,
0: a, a very overplayed. Yeah.
1: The, tr- the woman on the train or the girl on the train, um, the woman in the window, all very similar tropes. Um, so she goes to bed. She's still pretty jumpy. So, like, a noise immediately wakes her up. And she realizes what she heard is something being, sp- um, like, thrown overboard. So it sounds mm-hmm. like a body being thrown overboard. And when she goes out to her deck, she sees, like, blood on the deck next to her, which is cabin 10. She immediately calls security. Um, the security guy's like, Nobody's staying in this cabin. Um, the person that was supposed to, who never came on the ship, blah, blah blah. and she's like, no, no, there was, like, a woman on in this cabin. I have her
0: mascara. <laughs> yeah,
1: there. that's exactly, like, what she says. <laughs> and they go into the cabin. It's completely clean. Nobody's stayed in it. It does not look like anybody's been in it. And then there's no blood where she thought she saw blood. So the guy's like, get some sleep. Like, we'll talk about this in the morning. I'll be here bright and early. And basically the rest of the time is... She, like, meets, like, the rest of the crew, the chefs, like, everybody, just to see if this woman looks vaguely familiar. And nobody that's on the cruise ship looks like this woman that she saw in Cabin 10. Everybody's accounted for. Like, everybody that was supposed to be on the ship is accounted for. So it's basically finding out what really happened, who this woman was, did somebody really die, or was she just seeing things. So that's pretty much what it was. I gave it just a basic three stars. Um, I think I enjoyed it more than the girl on the train, but that's saying that's not saying much. Uh, you love that movie. What are you talking <laughs> loved about? Loved it. Um, so yeah, so that book is. I finished that one finally. Yeah.
0: That sounds a lot like there was a Jodie Foster movie. Like her daughter went missing on a plane, and everybody was like, "You." I think that's it. Like, her daughter went missing on a long-haul flight, and everybody was like, you you didn't have a daughter. Like, you didn't come on with anybody. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember much from that movie, because I always got it confused with um, Red Eye, with Killian Murphy, and Rachel McAdams. <laughs> though they're nothing alike.
1: <laughs> Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that. But, I mean, that's got to drive you crazy when somebody's telling you, like, there's nobody that's been in this cabin. There's nobody that came on this plane with you, like, that's clearly going to drive you insane. Yeah. I'm... And then nobody's believing you and you know what you saw or you know what you heard. And that's the thing. is She never really saw anything. She just heard, heard what sounded like something splashing into the ocean kind of thing.
0: It's called flight plan. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot her. Her husband died wherever they were. So she was flying back with her daughter and her husband's body was in storage. Oh. Like in the, you know. Yeah. Storage area of a plane. Nice. I was gonna say something else, now I can't remember. Oh, I was, when you were talking about, um, like, being frustrated because everyone's telling you you didn't see something. It's it's right up there with when you're like arguing with someone, or you're set, and they're like, "Hey, man, just calm down."
1: You're <laughs> like. Oh. You, you just made it worse. Yeah. Telling somebody to calm down when you can clearly see that they're passionate about something or like they're right in the middle of an argument. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it.
0: That's always the one where you're like, I am calm. Do you want to see me not calm? But then you're just like, <laughs> This is my calm raging. face. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah. And then the other book that I finished... Was Things That We Do in the Dark by Jennifer Hillier, which is the one that she wrote, Jar of Hearts, that we read for Book Club. Yes. Um, so, what this one's about is a woman named Paris Peralta. It starts out basically she's found in the bathroom covered in her husband's blood holding a razor, and her husband is dead in the bathtub. Um, her husband is approximately 30 years older than her. Um, she's immediately arrested. And it looks like she killed him for his money because he is a famous um, comedian. And then, um, so you kind of have that storyline. Um, and then you go back 25 years and there's a woman named Ruby Reyes that is in jail and is getting out on parole after um, killing her, like he she was the mistress like he was a married man and she was having an affair with him it was i think a coworker worker or something and she is getting out uh, on parole and she knows something about paris peralta and is basically like if you don't give me money i will reveal your dark secrets and it's basically how these two stories intermingle and what's gonna happen when they do and it does jump back to like the twenty five years, so you're starting. You actually get those backstories of like what happened and stuff, and then it'll jump back to like present day, um, with Paris and stuff in jail and waiting for trial.
0: Those books are always tricky. I imagine they're tricky to write because a lot of the ones I've read, it's like one storyline's really good and the other one is not, and so to make them both like mm-hmm. cohesive and yeah consistent takes a lot of talent
1: i will say with this one yeah like i figured it out pretty early on i was like okay this is what i think is gonna happen and i was pretty accurate in that so i think it it didn't make it as enjoyable because i was just like okay let's get to the point Mm -hmm. and like once you know you're right you're like okay and And then you like like,
0: look for the clues and then like yeah you know it becomes obvious you're like oh yeah that definitely means yeah
1: and like there wasn't any, like, big major twist that, like, shocked me. Like, there wasn't anything else. Like, because it's one thing to, like, be able to be like, okay, this is what I think is happening, but then to also throw in, like, a major twist or something, like, makes it more enjoyable. And there wasn't really that. And I don't know if there was supposed to be or if it was meant for you to find out or figure it out pretty early. Um, so, again, kind of gave that one, like, a three as well. Like, nothing too crazy nothing
0: too wild
1: yeah what about you what are you reading
0: well i finished i have not had a productive time unlike you have um i finished way to blood though yes and i ended up giving it a three i'm definitely gonna read more by her like i thought a lot of her stuff was super clever okay it was just it started off for me at least as like an homage to Carrie and Stephen King and then became almost verbatim. Like the scenes, like there was nothing other than it being about race. There was nothing unique to the scenes like where she goes through the town and like destroys it. And then you've got the one person trying to help. Like there's nothing unique about it for that. And yeah. that kind of brought the story down. Um, But I still really liked how like all of all of the characters really represented something that people in society struggle with today. Like, you had the one girl and her boyfriend is, like, the black superstar quarterback. And so she sees herself as very, like, woke because she's dating a black man. Mm -hmm. And then, like, slowly she starts to come to terms with, like, like, not seeing beyond, like, not... Like, like this is like the, uh, his name's Kendrick. At one point, his sister says something to her like, "You don't do anything that's not gonna like that's not self-serving." And then she kind of realizes like dating, dating this black man kind of makes her seem more like woke and acceptable, like, yeah, and yeah, accepting than she really is. You've got the one girl that's just like straight up a horrible
1: racist.
0: <laughs> um, she's the one that really kicks off a lot of things. She comes to school in blackface. Oh. To make fun of the main character, Maddie. Oh, no. Um, yeah, she was... Like, she was... She's one of those characters where you're like, you are so evil, but you're also written so perfectly evil that you're... Like, you're a well-developed character. <laughs> like, it's hard, you know. Like, you don't sympathize with her because she's a good character. She's just yeah. a very well-written villain.
1: She's. It, it's almost like... Um like those that you end up hating them like so much like it reminds me of like dolores umber umbridge like yeah like the actress that plays her like she plays it so well that like when you see her and other things you're like she's evil
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, why is she nice
1: <laughs> yeah like i just like that character first off that character was written <laughs> evil and then to get somebody to play it just as good is like puts it into perspective
0: and she's also like the kind of person that does something super offensive, and then says, "I didn't do anything wrong." The There's backlash no. is all due to the person who react like that. I was making fun of and reacted inappropriately. She couldn't take the joke. Yeah,
1: it's not my um, fault she got offended.
0: She did have some great comeuppance because she was all excited about going to AM and being a cheerleader, and they rescinded
1: acceptance. <laughs>
0: <her sentence. laughs> and then even her dad, who's like the rich guy in town, couldn't save it. Oh no. Um, and then you've got like like Kendrick's friends who call him Kenny and he makes the point of saying, you know, nobody ever calls me Kendrick. they just call me Kenny and Maddie asks why and he goes, well, I guess it's just too hard for them to pronounce. Oh my gosh. And um, and so he's really the one that's struggling like with his with his blackness because all he, like, he just doesn't want to create trouble. He's been told his whole life, like, if you just go ahead and listen and do what you need, like, you know, don't cause trouble, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, and even his girlfriend, Wendy, at some point makes the comment of, because they, they do bring up um, a case where, you know, a black man was killed because he was, I can't remember if he said they were sh- he was shot by police or I um, can't remember the specific around that. But he, they've got all the white kids. who are like, well, if he just listened to police, he'd still be alive. Oh. So, so there's a lot of really, um, like good characters representing, like, like subsections of people you see mm-hmm. in the discussion surrounding race in America. So I thought that was very well done. I really liked a lot of the characters, but it just somebody in the Goodreads reviews made a good point where they said this could never be made into a movie. Because it's basically just carry with different characters. Yeah. Like, there's nothing super, super unique or standing out about it. Like I said, other than that, um, it going about, going from being, like, about feminism and women to just being about race. Yeah. But I liked her writing style, so I'm going to definitely read more about her.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I've heard really good things about Tiffany Jackson.
0: Yeah. So, so I'm still halfway through Remarkably Bright Creatures. Okay. Which isn't good, because it's like a week overdue. I can't oh, remember. Oh,
1: I thought you said, which isn't good, like you're not enjoying it. And I was like, oh
0: no. No, um, I did download the audiobook okay. to try to help get through it more. Because I was just like, <laughs> oh, there's like 117 people online and I just got this book.
1: <laughs> They're going to come to your house and come take it, Lindsay. Yeah. So that's funny. Well, okay. So... I listened to an audiobook and it's called Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Okay. I had like just somebody was reading it like on a YouTube channel and I just like was like, Oh, this could be a good like audiobook or whatever. Um, so what it's about is newly like married couple, Trisha and Ethan, are looking for a new house, um, and they decide to go look at a house that during like this huge winter storm Um, so when they get there, they're basically stranded at this house and they realize pretty quickly that this is the house of a, I think she's a psychiatrist that went missing six years before and her house is for sale and their realtor is not there because obviously they're stranded. So they're like, I guess we're just going to stay here for a few days and ride out the storm and then we'll figure it out. Um, the husband's super excited. He's like, I love this house. I think this will be perfect for us to start a family. And the wife is kind of like, "Mm, it seems a little creepy. I'm not sure. I don't know about this. Um, and she finds like this secret room that has a bunch of cassette tapes and they're all recordings of the doctor's patients. Like she would record her, um, appointments her patients like when she would see them and then she would keep the tapes and so the wife decides to start listening to these tapes without telling her husband and
0: you're bored like what else are you going to do honestly right
1: and so that's why i thought when i heard about this i was like i bet you this will be a good audiobook because if they play the tapes or whatever you know and again had no expectations going into this book Was just listening to it, no big deal. Lindsay, I'm not playing. When I was driving home one day listening to it, my jaw dropped. (laughs) I'm not even playing. I can't even go into any more detail, but like I'm telling you, I was completely shocked. The twist, like just everything that happened, and within like a twenty minute span, like I could not pick my jaw up.
0: Oh, those are always the best too. I seriously the entire time you're just like
1: (laughs) Yes, I was like what hold on wait like I was so shocked I was pleasantly shocked I was like this is what I have been wanting in a good book like Like this is what I wanted this and I was just like okay I was so happy that I was like okay the the housemaid which is pretty popular right now is also by Freedom McFadden so I'm like do I get oh, Okay, that? I was like, I
0: knew that name sounded yes. familiar, but I yeah. couldn't think of...
1: Yeah, I think if you looked at her books, like they would, like, look familiar to you. Um, and so I was just like, I don't know if I get another one on audio, or just, like, want to read another one, or I don't know, but I was pleasantly surprised, thought it was brilliant, like, had me, like, uh, chef's kiss, loved it, <laughs> loved it. So that was my that was my like, good like after reading, like, the woman in cabin ten and things when you, you do just in get to one
0: that like they're all like you guess them all you yeah, get ahead of and them they're all the
1: same like they all have the same thing and so this one just to be like where my draw I was like in the car driving and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like what and I I'm like I was trying to think of like the last time that like. So a book did that to me, and I really want to say, like, the last time I felt like that was when I got to that part in Gone Girl where, spoiler alert, if you have not read it, which, like, <laughs> right, right here, you need to skip if you haven't read this, where you find out that she's alive, and then it goes on from there.
0: Like, It, like, smashes to her in the car driving.
1: Yes! And I was like, what? Like, at no point when I was reading the first part of Gone Girl did I even try to guess that. I was like, Whatever. <laughs> When I got to that part, I didn't put the book down for the rest of the day, I remember, with Gone Girl. So I think, like, that's... I had that same, just like, what?!
0: Those <laughs> are always ones where, like, you've it so hyped up that I'm like, I should read that. But I'm also tempted just to go to the Wikipedia to read for the first one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean...
0: Like, because just based on your based on your description, I'm like, I've already got five theories
1: Yes, you have theories the whole time. You have check them all
0: out. You have so no many time. things.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's only like, like a little over seven hours. Like I just, I had started, I worked from home one day and I was like, let me just put in an audio book. I didn't want to listen to any podcast. And it was at some point last week, I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday, I was driving home and I was like, ah, <laughs> it's like, I was, when it finished, I was like, I want to listen to it again. <laughs> so That's I'm, why I
0: listened to uh, Chase Darkness with me. Yeah. <laughs> At work on a Saturday by myself. <laughs> Just listen to the whole thing, which was a mistake because I had to go down to like the dark lab. Oh, and I was mm-mm.
1: like, <laughs> no, ma'am.
0: someone's out to get me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was my like highlight of the week. I haven't picked another audio book to read and I'm like debating if I get like the housemate or something by her. But, yeah, highly recommend. And, again, I would suggest the audio just because when you get to listen to the tapes.
0: Yeah, that's always fun when you have, like, either you've got people, like, like reading a letter mm-hmm. or just, like, changes.
1: Yeah, that's how I felt with, what was the other book that it kind of was, like, podcast form, That I listened to, like, it was, she was, like, the host of a podcast. And then was, like, Mm. and then going back to her hometown. Oh, I think it was Uh, The Night Swim by Megan Golden. Yeah.
0: That was, well, that was the other thing in Weight of Blood. It's, it's, like, the events all took place in, like, 2014. And then there's a podcast being done about it because there's all these rumors of, well, was there just, like, rioting? Or just like a lot of people think there's a conspiracy or like revolt, like there's a power plant that the town is based around. Like, was there something wrong with that there? And then, of course, you've got a lot of people who were like, no, she had, she had like Telkings, so she had mind powers. And so it goes back and forth between that and the podcast.
1: Hmm. I feel like that's kind of too like Carrie is like, because you have the articles and you have people talking about what happened. Mm hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then I don't know if I've mentioned it I know I mentioned it to you but I'm back into listening to Radio Rental the podcast
0: yay you did mention that you'd started yeah
1: and I looked it up and the new season's coming out in April oh good yeah
0: I just I follow it on my stitcher and then forget about it and then every so often it's like hey there's a new episode of this I'm yeah like, when did and
1: I, back. and I got to the two episodes, like, the the creepy guy at Hastings, I got to that episode.
0: Yes. <laughs> I still crack up at everyone, like, that's a Lubbock. That's a Lubbock. There's weird shit in Lubbock.
1: And then the one where the girl was, like, running, like, that ultra marathon and that weird, like, <gasps> ghost guy. Did you go,
0: yeah, and did you go look at the the picture again? Or the video? Uh, I did. I
1: don't know why. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't, you know what, that's, that thing is so creepy that you could give me a plausible non scary explanation. That's so big, it's so scary.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: They're more afraid yeah. of you than you are of them. I'm like no, oh, okay. I don't care. I don't like them.
1: No they're not. Yeah. No sure. they're not. Because if they were, no. <laughs> I disagree. But yeah, I went back and looked because I was like, I remember looking at it when we were recording and I was like, why did I do this? But after listening to that episode, I was like, let me go back and like look at this again and I was like, ooh. And look like, the way he like appears in the video yeah. There's no way. That's that's fake. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no way.
0: Like I said, you could just tell me it was like a person who fell in some mud and was looking for help, but I'd still be like, no, no, it's not.
1: Not loved. <laughs> no. It's no.
0: scary. I don't care.
1: No. Yeah. So I am, I think I have like 12 more episodes, but hopefully by the time I'm done with that, we'll be close to the next season. But yeah, I...
0: So you listen to? I think it's called Laura of the Woods. Laura in the Woods. What is that? Where the kid, the it, I think it was an episode of Radio <gasps> Rental. Yes,
1: yes. Where? What was the grown ass woman? It was, the, it was woman. the mom. It was the mom. Yes. Mm. Yes. No, ma'am.
0: That one, those almost scare me more because I'm like, that was like that was a real person. Yes, that was and, a real person being weird.
1: And then him realizing it that that it was her. Yeah. That was so creepy. That one was, that one sticks out to me. And then the one where the two guys went out drinking and this girl like invited him back, but he didn't like, he sent the friend home cause the friend was really drunk. And so he went back and then it was like multiple people were in the house and he
0: just had to like, sp- like burst yeah. out the bathroom door and run for the front. Yeah.
1: And then he came back that next day and that house was abandoned. Nobody actually lived there. Like they were planning on doing something. Yeah. That Creepy. yeah. Those four definitely like stick out to me. The Laura yeah. in the Woods one, ugh. that one is so like that one is so weird. That one
0: and then the one where it's the um that serial killer outside of I thought it
1: was Phoenix. Where she he taps and I need to speak He's to taboo. you. Can I talk to you? Can I talk to
0: you? <laughs> and then she's just like, No, you can't. I'm gonna kick your ass
1: <laughs> She's like, What the F are you doing? Yeah. No, the the tapping and the
0: but, and the, the whisper voice. Oh, that got me <gasps> so oh.
1: Yeah, that one and that's one of the very first ones. Yeah. That one's early on. And I oh mm. No.
0: <laughs> I think that was the one that really got me hooked.
1: Yeah. When you have a good like storyteller first off Yeah. And then like when either Payne Lindsay comes in or is it Rain Wilson, right? Mm hmm. When, he does such a good job. Oh, yeah, he does. Like, when both of them come in to, like, kind of, like, even, like, enhance the story more, you're just like, no, this has to be what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I
0: can't, I can't remember if it was Radio Rental or um, Spooked, but there was one where they did an episode about this guy talking about, um, there was, like, this... This woman and like front of him, he thought he was being like chased by this woman. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking
1: about? But she thought it was really. But she
0: thought he was. So it was just the two of them like running. (laughs) And he was like, "Yeah, it turns out I was the creep."
1: (laughs) Yeah, like he was chasing
0: her. Because like he, I don't remember what it was like. Like she would pick up the pace, so he thought something was wrong, so he would pick up the pace. (laughs) And then, like, halfway through running, he was like, oh, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> it's me. I'm the problem. Play the cue the Taylor Swift song right there. Oh, man. Yes. That one, I couldn't stop laughing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one really cracked me up. That was a nice break between some of the creepier
1: ones. Yeah, I do like the ones that, like, when you do have, like, a plausible explanation, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. The other one that sticks out to me is, like, the doppelganger girlfriend. Yeah,
0: that one's weird. What is
1: that? There's no explanation for that.
0: I, I've i got nothing on that one.
1: Like, for everybody that doesn't know, it's this guy, like, sees his girlfriend or sees a woman that looks exactly like her. She, like, flips out on him, breaks up, like, takes all their clothes and, like, runs out and leaves in a cab. And literally two seconds later, his girlfriend shows up and is like, oh my god, what happened? Did we get robbed? And he was like... What? And she,
0: wasn't she wearing different clothes? Like yes. she and when she was like in casual stuff, and the one she was like in the outfit from the night before.
1: Yes, and
0: there wasn't enough time for her to like change, wash her hair, wash her makeup off. Yeah, maybe it was her twin.
1: Something that he doesn't
0: know yeah. about, like Freaky Friday, mm-hmm. not Freaky Friday, Parent Trap, but yeah. Boyfriend Trap.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one too. <laughs> the, that's another one that sticks out because there's no like reasonable explanation for what that was.
0: Yeah.
1: So but yeah. Anything else? Any plans for the week? Are you besides finishing Remarkably Bright Creatures? Great.
0: Right. Um No, yesterday the reason we couldn't record yesterday was because I had a Valentine's a Day brunch. Oh. And it was really the food was really good and it was a lot of fun. It was um, fun. I never met the girl sitting to my left, but she was like really funny. We had really good conversations. <laughs> then at the very end, she goes,
1: "Hey, I had a nice time."
0: Oh yeah, my name's Keisha. <laughs> and
1: I was like, "I'm Lindsay."
0: <laughs> Just <the> never. had
1: Was <laughs> oh, this like a moms group or your like gym group?
0: It's a no. It's a a friend I know, and so it was oh, like okay. kind of like her friends. And she's done like girls nights before, and oh, so okay. that's how I, I've met some of them through those. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But then this week, there's. I gotta go get my car inspected. Ay. I always forget about it. And then, like, I get an email. You've got a week left. I'm like, oh, shit.
1: I know what I liked about when I bought my new car is the inspection is two years. Two years. I know. It's so nice. It's nice. So, I'll have to get it this October. But, like, I freaked out at first because I was like, 23? I was like, what? <laughs> That's a new thing.
0: Yeah. So I gotta go get that done tomorrow. There's something else going on this week. I can't remember. I'm gonna I'm trying to knock out all my doctor's appointments. Oh yeah. <laughs> back to back. So I had one Friday and I've got another one this coming Friday. Yeah. yeah. But Yeah, I don't think I don't know. <laughs> I don't
1: think there's anything going on. Yeah. So well, I'm just Hopefully this week I can finish, um, the, um, how to be anti-racist. Um, and then I'm, I also started, um, two parts sugar, one part mid, uh, about 50-ish pages into that
0: one. What? One part what? Murder. (laughs) Oh, I thought you said med, and I was like, I don't know what that means.
1: Med. I was trying to do a fun little accent. (laughs) It did not work, clearly.
0: Mediterranean? med
1: Yeah, so. Oh. Oh.
0: We want to take a little dip into true crime. Okay. Did you see that girl on Instagram claiming she's Madeline McCann?
1: Okay. I... So, something come up. I did not click further into it.
0: So, met the McCanns, the parents, they've agreed to a DNA test. Okay. And this girl, like, I don't think it's a joke. I really think that she thinks she's Madeline. She's got the same eye thing. She's done some, like, age progressions. She says her parents, like, her, her current family... Her parents refused to talk about it, refused to do a DNA test to prove that she's theirs. They don't have any pictures of her from when she was a baby to a toddler. And she said there was a man that abused her who either he or his son was one of the prime suspects in the kidnapping. So I think it'll be like I said, I think she really thinks so either it's she isn't and she needs some mental health help or she's another missing child or she really is and that will be incredibly shocking
1: and like you said if she's another missing child this is her way of trying to get out there because this one was such a high profile case yeah like to say that you're this person is immediately going to get network attention and everything media attention Mm -hmm. nationwide international all those things
0: and then she said back in I don't know, a few years after she had gone missing, there was a medical student who said, No, I think I saw her at this like in this city where I was at, and she said I lived nearby at the time. So like there's a lot of like very strange coincidences. Yeah. That it'll be interesting to see what comes of the DNA test. I mean, it's easy to say, like, oh, obviously the McCanns are feel strongly about this if they're willing to get a DNA test, but it's also like their child has been gone for so long. They may be holding out for anything.
1: Well, yeah. Like, like be willing
0: to try anything at this point.
1: Exactly. Like they've never found a body. They, this case is clearly still opened. So mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't you just get a DNA test to rule it out? If it is, yeah. if it's not the truth, like why wouldn't you? Yeah. And also do a DNA test on the people claiming that she's, that are her parents to figure out, if that's not something else.
0: Yeah. So it's. I think it'll be interesting to see how it proceeds.
1: I'm gonna have to look on Instagram Live on what she did. That's so interesting. God.
0: Because I didn't even know that that had happened. And then I was on Reddit. People were like, what do you think of this? Mm. I was like, I don't know what this is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll have to, like, dig deeper. I saw something come up, and I just, like, kind of scrolled past it, like, not even, like, thinking twice about it.
0: I'll send you one of her posts. Okay. So you can get an easy link to it. But, yeah, she's got um, – because Madeline had that eye thing, and this girl has the same thing, and it it's pretty much in the same spot. A lot of people I saw were, were saying, like, oh – she looks nothing like her pictures from when she was little and all this stuff. And I was like, eh, I don't, I don't know if I've ever said this to Jay, but I was like, you, like, he does not look like his baby pictures. <laughs> and so like, the only reason I believe those are pictures of him is because Oliver looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so I'm like, I'll that's not to...
0: necessary. Yeah. You know.
1: No. Like when people do like, who's this like baby picture? I'm like, I don't always know. Like, when they do celebrity baby pictures, I'm
0: like, I don't know who that is. But she's done, like... Like, um... Like, age progressions of the toddler photos. Like, like pictures showing comparison between Madeline's mother and Madeline's father. It's, um... I don't know, I'm kind of split down the middle. I mean... So just waiting for the...
1: Yeah, like, that's... That's the way to just do it. Like, the the crazy thing is, is we have this technology. We have DNA that can easily prove or disprove this. Like, so hopefully we don't have to wait very long. Mm -hmm. Like, it's easily, like, figure this out.
0: So, it'll be... Wouldn't
1: that be something if it was her? God!
0: I imagine um, that case, that evidence will be rushed.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what you would call a rush case. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Now I'm gonna like. Now I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole.
0: I, that was me earlier. I was like, Whoa.
1: okay. Well, so much. So for I wasn't reading. sure if
0: you had. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you had heard of that, but I was like, you know, that—that's like, I don't know. That. Blah, 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 Crazy, crazy if it is.
1: I mean, you like, think about good like crazy. all the cases like that we've like grown up with that are like unsolved. You know, you have um, like the Natalie Holloway case, you have mm-hmm. this case, you have Jean Bonnet. Like, these cases stick with you forever, and it always seems like every few years or five to ten years, something comes up where you think you have something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so. I mean, I feel like this could be, like you said, like, it either is or it isn't, and we have easy, an easy way to determine it. Man. Okay. Because
0: that was, like, the the boy in the box has finally been identified. Yeah. And, um, there's one out of St. Louis um, that's horrific, and it's, like, like they lost evidence in it doing something stupid. Uh, let me see if I can... I think it's Little Jane Doe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in the 80s, and these two men are trying to <laughs> fix their car that broke down, you know, beginning of a Law and Order episode, and they find a, a body. But it was this, this little girl who had obviously gone through something horrible. And okay. even all the detectives who were there who are still alive are like, this is this is my case that I try to solve. The only thing they had to go on was this yellow sweater, and they sent it to a psychic in Florida who claims that they lost it. They just don't have this sweater anymore. So all of the DNA advancements, gone. It's horrific. Like, I think they've got a rope and that's about it. But yeah, they yeah. they think there's she also, was like, dumped there because there's no blood at the scene and she was decapitated. So, oh
1: yeah. Oh my god. There's also, um, like, the bodies that were found in those, like, big, um...
0: Those have been identified. Those barrels?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what's so crazy is, like, with these advancements, like, we're able to do mm-hmm. that. That's a crazy story, too. A, yeah. See, they're... It's either Dateline or 2020, I think, covered a really good episode of it. But, yeah. Oh. All right. Well, you just sent me down a rabbit hole. Welcome.
0: It was a happy President's Day.
1: <laughs> Thank you. But, okay, anything else?
0: No. That's it for me.
1: Okay. Well, um, Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review—all of those fun things—and we will see you next week. Happy reading! Bye, guys. Bye.